listening to the Shamcast with Stephen Lockett. And bog the bog down in the valley, oh. Welcome oh, roll the rattling bog, the bog down in the valley, oh. And in that bog there was a hole, a rare hole, a rattling hole, hole in the bog, and the bog down in the valley, oh. Oh, roll the rattling bog, the bog down in the valley, oh. So, today, on this week's Shamcast, I know I've been very uh, late with getting them up. <laughs> the last one I put up was on the 14th of April. Um, it's now the 6th of May, and I fell asleep. That's all I'm going to say, I just fell asleep, sorry. Um, but no, I've been uh, actually keeping rather busy um, by doing a lot of nothing. I have been inundated with TV shows to watch. I finished The Mandalorian. I finished Unorthodox, it was very good. Um, and now, I'm been watching the Michael Jordan documentary or well, the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan documentary, and I can confirm it. Michael Jordan, he did play basketball. The documentary confirms that, so that was nice to see. But it really, I didn't know they were that good. First of all, I didn't know the like the Bulls were that good that they were regarded as one of the best sports teams of all time. Michael Jordan never won Sam McGuire. Michael Murphy did. Do you know you you gotta. You gotta look at it in that way. He wouldn't be able to hold himself in the middle of Croke Park in September. But however, I've been watching that and yeah, he's a legend. He's really he I don't know I love I love the swagger. I love when people are good at something and they just know it and they admit it and then just telling people that yeah, you know, you need to be better in this situation, blah blah blah. It's very good. But I've been um yeah, so I've been doing nothing, but the weather has been getting nicer. And, you know, I like to stay inside a lot of the time. I'll go outside and I'll do stuff, but, you know, I don't like the sun. I do like the sun, but I think it just strikes fear into my little my little Irish heart because I know what's coming whenever the sun starts to get wet better. The bog. Oh, that word just sends shivers down my spine. I I come from a family where my father, I I think that my father has, like, you know, if it was a choice between us or the bog, my bedroom would be full of turf. But, like, I, in my family group chat the other day, <laughs> my sister sent a picture of my father on top of the quad um, getting it ready and <laughs> you just know that means they're going to the bog and I left the group chat I didn't want to take the chance I so I left just in case they uh, on the off chance asked me to come home and help because when I when I was moving from Donegal I thought look hey let's move to Dublin start something for myself but the biggest thing I was looking forward to was not having a to move from home was not having to go to the bog. The bog, if you've never been to the bog or never heard about it, this, I'm quite jealous of dub dubs. They, you know, the dubs are people from around cities, haven't worked a day in their life. You haven't. 
you know, like you haven't been to the bog, so you haven't done a tap. I would much rather do 12 hours of my normal job than two hours in the bog. I hate it that much. It's essentially a place, let me look up the description. I have a description here, sorry. Um, bogs are an integral part of Ireland's natural landscape. These waterlogged, nutrient-rich patches of land are used as a source of fuel. Yeah, the fucking hell. The use of fuel wreck my head. A bog is a type of wetland that accumulates peat. Who's peat? A deposit of dead plant material like mosses and shrubs. They are found in land where surface water is acidic and low in nutrients in regions with cold or temperate climates, i.e. Northern Europe. So essentially, you can like just go to these places and somebody will cut the turf for you. And they will... Um... Good thing I, I, I decided I'd record on my laptop as well. So I'm going to be using the laptop recording because the mic died. So... Um, I think it sounds okay, but anyway, um, where was I? So yeah, you can you can get fuel from so you get turf and stuff, and there's a simple method. The guy who we my father rents a plot, so you just get a certain plot. The guy will dig it up, and then it's up to you to foot the turf, turn it, and then bag it. So a footing is like think of think of the turf that comes out like bits of long sausages and you put them in twos and put them on top of each other to let the air run through them to dry. Um, so this has to be done and it's quite a laborious task, I have to say. It's not nice at all. I, It makes me sore everywhere. It's back-breaking stuff. You're hunched over, over muck. Liquid, or it's, it's like gold, brown gold. Feck oil, that's what it. That's what it really is. But um, so you can go there. My father, my father's a postman. So getting up early isn't sleeping until seven a.m. is sleeping until one p.m. for us. So he drags you out of bed. You get a tap at like half quarter to six, or it's the day before. It's just bog. And you know what's going on. And genuinely, I feel I'm like I I'm uncomfortable now at the moment. I it's like having Vietnam flashbacks, except of the helicopters. Isn't it's a napalm? It's the quad revving up, or the, the van because we only used the van. And by the way, you know we'd sit in the back of the van. But if there's any police people leaving listening, um, we don't sit in the back of the van. I walk. Uh, and it's also quite far away. So I often think when we're driving to the bog, the bog, it's about a 40-minute drive. It's kind of far. So on the way there, you kind of think about everything bad you've done in life to lead you to where you are at the moment. Because there's no, it's hell on earth. Um, and, and like this isn't a shock to my family. I've <laughs> let them know my feelings about the bog. I hate it a lot. Um, obviously, you, you guess the usual answer. Well, your fucking hours should be warm in the winter. Uh, which is fair enough. I mean, can't argue with that. The house is roasting. Almost too roasting, you could say. Because um, we have so much fucking turf. It's like hoarding it. It's not like... Like, you'll be going to the bog this year and he'll say it with his chest and, well, there's still 200 bogs from last year. Like, oh, I 
oh, that, it just makes him so happy. I know it does. But he wants to get more and more and more. So <laughs> I usually go, it's the same people. Now, I'm going to be the first to admit, because when my family listen to this, they're not going to hold back. I don't go all the time. I go when I can. Um, which, I mean, I was like a teenager, so I had time. Um, so I can go when I can, but they go a bit more than me. And now that I don't live there, they definitely didn't. But my big brother, he got away from it a lot. But it's usually my brother-in-law, my dad, um, my sister's boyfriend and I would go. She would go, my other, my sisters would go. Um, even my little niece, Marnie, she was in a buggy there sitting out in the bog while we were doing turf but the worst person than my brother-in-law because there's frogs in the bog so he'll pick up the frogs and then start like he'll be hunkered over doing turf and next thing you know he'll be putting frogs on your back or throwing frogs at you and it's not it's <laughs> like you don't come into contact with frogs very often so i mean you kind of throw them away and then I get a tick at them and I'm not going to throw a frog back because I don't want to pick up a frog. So that's really annoying. I mean, I've been hating a lot on the bog now and I was thinking, what are the like, the redeeming qualities of the bog? And there's none. They're like, you know, don't get me wrong, it's a horrible place. <laughs> but you get some good times on it. Like, if you're up for a tan, there's no better place to get a tan than the bog. I think the the magical turf attracts the sun even harder, ha- harder. So then it just gets it's it browns it, and it also could be the muck and turf itself as well, making you a bit uh, darker. But um, yeah, fuck the Riviera, Costa del fucking bog. That's where you need to be. But it's um, I I think. The best part of the bog is when you're out there for like the first hour and a half. And yeah, you'd be there for hours. But the best part is when somebody says just, it's just one word. It's just, it's just something ever so slight. It's just tea. And the flask gets whipped out. The sandwiches, the bottle of juice. You put the bottle of juice in the bog so it gets a bit cooler. And that sandwich, when you ha- when your hands are covered in peat, <laughs> not not peat, a person like the muck, um, you you almost have an epiphany, like an out of body experience. The nicest sandwiches you will eat is in the bog, and that is the long and short of it. They are so. I think it's just how rewarding they are. Like I mean, it's a mildly ham sandwich and tea probably covered in muck from your hands you'll be taking you'll be taking muck out of your hands for the whole week after but there's something about that that just makes me happy for a few minutes and then you have to go back down to the bog and do more but you know and obviously i know some people down the country when they were younger i think like in real bog areas they would like be their summer job to do turf for people and they would get payment we're not American families. Who the fuck gets payment to do your jobs around the house? So you got a 99 on the way home. That was like, that was the just the icing on the cake. You would get in the back of the van, covered in muck, defeated, and just 
all you needed to do was hold out for the journey until you got your 99 and that just that was enough to be honest I, 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 I know I'm helping doing the bog and help get the turf but just the 99 oh my god and that's one thing about Dublin that I'm struggling as well I can't find 99s anywhere I don't know what the story is maybe posh dubs only like those fancy cornettos who knows um, but I think the worst experience I've had in the bog is probably the time when I went to sea sessions so at the festival in Bundorn um, got a call Monday morning was at my friend's house because I stayed there the Sunday night get a call from my brother-in-law he goes you're going to the bog now granted I was a bit hungover and by a bit, I mean a lot. Um, and it was a really sunny day and I was like, no, I'm not. He's like, yeah, you are. I said, no, I'm not. He's like, yes, you are. So I said to my friends, they thought it was a joke. Because I'm a, I'm a joker, I'm a pranker, but no, I, I wish it was a joke. I got collected, brought back to the house, changed, went out to the bog, tried to do a bit of turf and had to sit down because I nearly puked. I was more used... I was more... Sorry, sparkling water. I was more used to... I, 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 I just thought, like, you know, I'd do a bit, you know, maybe they'll not notice, but, oh, they noticed, they noticed, so I was more useless than I thought I'd be. I didn't lift... <laughs> I didn't lift much turf and I almost puked. But that's definitely the worst experience I've had in the bog for sure. My family, they're a bit more not as lazy, not as lazy as I am. But um yeah, no, I I think I just every time I'm looking at my window right now and I see this weather and I can just imagine being in the open brown peaty mossy location it's up near Pettigrew in Donegal I think and I just had fear it's it's never sometimes when you haven't been in a while like if I was to go now I'd be like oh grand like I go to the bog be grand it's not it's never grand it's it's always horrible I'm always <laughs> begging to leave my brother has moved away he's hasn't lived at home since he was oh, maybe 21 or something. So he's never really had to do the bog at, at all. So like he's done it once or twice when he's been home, but he's just escaped it. So that's really what I was like, you know, I love my family, but it was like a case of getting me the fuck away from the bog so much. Dubs, dubs don't know how lucky they have it. And I think everybody needs to experience the bog at least once to make you appreciate what you have <laughs> I think I, I know I know I know I'm sounding dramatic but I mean it can yeah I know it can it can fuck right off to be honest you like I think if I was because there's things called bog bodies where people years and years ago have died and they would their body would melt into the bog and it would kind of be preserved a bit I think honestly if I was working in the bog and I came across a bog body the first emotion I would experience is jealousy straight away 
I'd be like, you lucky son of a bitch. You're like, you don't have to work in the park. <laughs> Fair play. I mean, you are dead and RIP, you know. But, uh, no, yeah, I, I, I would be a bit envious of a bog body now because they don't have to eat mucky sandwiches. Um... I don't know what other countries work bogs like us. I know there are bog land in some, um, and like there's some in Russia and Scotland and stuff, but I don't know if they do what we do to it. Ireland just has an aff- affliction with the bog. Like even me talking about it, I suppose, but poets love it. Poets mention it so much. It's become. A big part of our lives, maybe because we found certain things and maybe people thought it had some mystical energy years ago. There's constant painters and play, playwrights, dancers, novelists, all this stuff. They they just are obsessed with it. And I think, um, I see here, um, for, for boys, bogs were the liveliest elements in the Europe landscape not just from the point of view of flora, fauna, birds and animals, but as storing places of life, mystery and chemical change, preservers of ancient history. And I suppose it makes sense, you know, where back then if you come across a bog body and didn't really know how to explain it, you would think it's some mystical thing. Um, But yeah, no, I just think the youth of today don't care about the bog as much as they did in the past, which is amazing. Um, I don't even know, is, is bog a fossil fuel? Should we be burning it? Probably not. It shouldn't be burning anything, really. But it's not going to stop certain people doing it, certain people, i.e. my father. Yeah, and I always say to my mother that I, I definitely is a bog fetish. For sure. He must do, because he loves it. He loves it so much. It's a great day for him. And... I think with people who like the bog, there's no, there's nobody who kind of likes the bog. There's People love the bog. They love a day out in the bog and then people hate it. There's no in between. You can't, you can't kind of like the bog, to be honest. It just, it doesn't work out. Um, um, I think because I have time now with the coronavirus, because my family had let me know that you can't catch coronavirus, coronavirus, you can't catch it in the bog. So, I mean, <laughs> still going to go ahead. I don't know if getting turf is essential work, but um, it's not going to stop my father because it just, they need to have your arse worn for the winter and that's the long and short of it. Um, I wonder if my family listened to this, they'll probably uh, not be shocked at all. I've it's, said these statements many times how much I hate this um, if you'd want to let me know if you hate the bog or have ever been to the bog I love talking about the bog for people that don't know about the bog I've said the bog a lot um, because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I was a person who was like a part of the famine or something you know had it really tough like Slowly, you could be talking in the middle of the pub, and then somebody like, "Oh, mention the bog," and then the music would just stop. And I go up to them and said, "You don't know nothing about the bog." Um, and then I'll start to spite my pain that it's caused me. Um, but yeah, this this week, uh, this weeks, this years, this bi-yearly podcast that I'm doing called the Shamcast. I'm gonna try to keep it up. I'm sorry, I have been very 
unmotivated because I can't go outside and there's nothing to talk about or nobody to talk to. So I'm just going to have to invent news stories. But thank you very much for listening. Bye.